On today's Court Vision, I have professional basketball player Rasheem Wright, and he tells his journey about playing basketball overseas. I also touch upon USA Basketball. Let's go! Little. Too complex. Too complex. Much too complex. Too complex. Too, too, too complex. Too, 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 too complex. Much too complex. Too complex. Much too complex. Yeah. Too complex. Much too complex. So about... All right, today is Friday, and football's back, people. Uh, the game is actually going on right now. I'm recording on a Thursday, for those who don't know, but uh, it is the official start of the season, uh, the Bears versus Packers, and it is a good one at the moment. Uh, the Packers look great. Aaron Rodgers looks like he hasn't changed a bit. Uh, you know, throwing for, he's like 8 for 12 for 100 yards and a touchdown. He looks awesome as always. Uh, should be a great season. Looking forward to what's going to happen. I'm a 49ers fan, so we'll see what happens with them. Hopefully Jimmy G stays healthy for us and they can win the Super Bowl this year. But, you know, football is always a crapshoot. It's always a lot of fun to watch. We never know who's going to win, what team's going to come out. And I feel like almost every year there's a new champion besides the Patriots. I feel like they win every other year. Um, you know, I grew up in New England, so not a Patriots fan. Should have switched, but, you know, I guess you got to stick with your guns and... I'm looking forward to San Francisco's year. So it should be a good good football season. I'm excited. It's glad that we're really out of the dog days of summer. We also have a good college football slate this year. Uh, this, this Saturday, actually. I shouldn't say this year. Sorry. Um, Texas versus LSU is going to be a really good game. Clemson versus uh, Texas A&M. So we have really good games on Saturday, too. And then we go right into Sunday, which is f- more football and professional. And we'll see how, what happens in the NFL this year. I wish... You know, I really wish that football wasn't on a Sunday because then I wouldn't have the Sunday scaries so I could actually go and enjoy work, uh, not have to worry about work the next day and actually enjoy my Sundays. But uh, it is what it is, but it's a lot of fun. There's always something to look forward to now on Sundays. We're actually officially in the fall here in New England, so it's a beautiful, beautiful fall weather so far. But all right, let's. so that's it for football talk. We will definitely... Probably talk more about it on uh, on Tuesday's episode. So I made a mistake on my last episode. I said Juwan um, Morrow was going to be on. Um, I'm actually going to put Juwan on for Tuesday's episode. I have Rasheem Wrights on. I interviewed Rasheem almost, uh, almost a month ago, and my computer broke. And it took me a while to get back this information. So we're going to have Rasheem Wright on today instead. It's, also, it's a really great interview with Rasheem. I really enjoyed it. Rasheem's career is... An amazing one and an amazing journey uh, for sure. The guy is unbelievable. The stats he's put up, I read some of them. It's like 20 points per game, um, like in professional game, like overall professional career, and then 17 overall FIBA. Uh, he took a Jordan team, and he mentions it in an interview, that was ranked 69th in the world. Then when he joined the Jordan, Jordan team because he became a citizen over there, he dropped them 40 spots and got them to rank 29th, which is absolutely crazy in FIBA basketball. I mean, a third world country, like he mentioned, and he got them to where they needed to be. Uh, this was a great interview with Rashim. I really appreciate him and him coming on. He was on. He came on at 12, 12 o'clock or 12.30 in the morning, like, or 1 o'clock in the morning over in, uh, over in Jordan or Middle East where he is right now, and it was... It was crazy to hear him. Like I was, I was so lucky to have him on. So we're gonna go right into the interview with um, Rashim, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Here's Rashim. All right, on today's Court Vision, we bring on professional basketball player with some Samahij Basketball Club, uh, Rashim Wright. Hi, Rashim. How are you? Hi, 
Good, good. How's it going? Thanks for having me. It's, it's great. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, very excited to have you. Uh, so let's we'll, uh, let's get into it, uh, Rashim. So what was it? Uh, what was high school playing in high school like? You played it for Martin Luther King High School uh, in Philadelphia. What what was it like playing down uh, playing in high school? And when did you first know that you were above everyone else? Uh, originally, yeah, I, I played basketball in high school, but I was more of a football player. Like I didn't I didn't take basketball serious. The only reason why I played basketball because all my friends played, and I was the most athletic, so they made me play. So I didn't really take basketball serious at all in high school at all. I went to college originally on a football scholarship. Oh, wow. What, uh, what college? So was it uh, Gloucester Community College? Is that the one you went to in a, a football scholarship? No, no. I was, go- I was going to Syracuse. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> yeah, but I had, a, I had a daughter, so I felt like I needed to be around for that. But if I knew if I knew what I knew now, well, back then, then I definitely would have went to Syracuse. But you know, that's neither here nor there. But uh, yeah, I went to school. I, I was supposed to go to Syracuse. I had the baby, and I just said, you know what, I'm gonna stay home and go to school. So I ended up going to Virginia Union for a semester for four year, and I didn't like it out there. So I came back home and said, you know what, I'm gonna like it's over for me. I'm just going, you know go to junior college and find a job, whatever. So I ended up playing basketball in my neighborhood at a rec league game. And my boy was like, yo, my coach coming from junior college to watch you play. If you're interested, I'm like, man, I don't want to go away to school. He's like, no, it's right there in Jersey. It's right there in Jersey. So long story short, he came. You know, I played good. They offered me a, you know, full ride to the junior college. And then from there, I went on to a four-year. Wow. And then you – so how did you end up choosing – D.C., University of D.C. Uh, we went on college visits, and um, that was the last stop on our way back to Philly. I originally wanted to go to St. Augustine's because they impressed me. I really wanted to go to in North Carolina. I really wanted to go there. Well, but my well, boy, my yeah, uh, my boy was like, man, they offered me a scholarship. You can't let me come here by myself. Uh, and, he, and they offered me a full ride, too. So I, I, I ended up going to D.C. with my boy. Oh, wow, that's awesome. And so what was it like? Playing at University of DC, uh, I know I read a lot of art. I read some articles about you, and like at the, I know like in your senior year, you were the second highest scorer in NCAA Division Two with 27 points per game. Like, what was the atmosphere like? What What was it like to bring like a winning atmosphere to DC? Oh man, it was. Uh, you know, it was. It was kind of like uh, it was crazy because you know. I grew up in the urban community, so D.C. was, like, right in the urban community. So, you know, it wasn't like the kids that was going to school there wasn't spending the night. They were just commuting back and forth. Only the athletes was spending that actually stayed in an apartment. So it was more like it was just uh, it, was, it was wild, man, because, like I said, nobody spent the night on campus. It was just you go to class and you go home. So to have them people come to the games and support like that, they did, it was it was great. That must have been that must have been awesome. So, do you have a uh, um, like a favorite game that you had while you played at DC, or like a game that stood out the most to you that like uh, like made you really like enjoy it? Uh, a couple games. Um, I had forty against uh, North Carolina Central against Jeez. against the guy that they drafted that year, and I had uh, forty and twenty when I came back to Pennsylvania and played at a state school. I had forty and twenty on and. and I went on a state school near where I was from. 
Wow, that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So you were quite uh, quite the scorer back then, and then you guys had a twenty game home game winning streak. Uh, like yes, sir. That that's absolutely. So how much history did you make playing for the University of DC? Like how much like did they experience? I know they shut down the program, but like how much did you guys make for that last season? Ah uh, man, a twenty game home streak. Um, I ended up scoring a thousand points in like I want to say like. 31 games or something like that I scored. Uh, wow. Um, yeah, I was, a, I was a player of the month for like out of the five months of basketball, I was a player of the month maybe three or three, <laughs> maybe three. So like me individually, I was really like locked in. But like as far as history-wise, I think the most – that 20-game home win streak was like big for us. That's that's wild. That's wild. And like, as a player individually, did you get any looks from any Division One schools or anything? Yeah, actually, we played Georgetown in the summer in a league called the Skinner League, and um, everybody know Jerome, Jerome, big big dog. Yeah, played for the Raptors and then went to Georgetown. Well, I, yeah. I played with him over the summer. We traveled to New York to play in the Rucker. We played pickup at his house, so he tried to get me to transfer to Georgetown. He's like, but I didn't want to sit out. Like, I was like, man, I'm not transferring. I don't want to sit out. He's like, man, no, oh, she, I can get you. Come on, man. I'm like, no, I didn't. And I was comfortable at UDC. Like, I made a name for myself. Like, we're beating these teams in exhibitions and stuff like that. So, like, why would I want to leave? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't blame it. Especially you don't, want to, you don't want to sit out one season. Yeah, I didn't have time for that. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't blame you. So... After the school shuts down, you decided to turn pro. Um, what was your NBA experience like playing for, in the summer league for the Philadelphia 76ers? I played for the Sixers. My my very first summer league was with the Pistons in oh, Vegas. Okay. And then the, the following year, I played with the Sixers. And then I went to a bunch of mini camps like in Atlanta, Orlando, Milwaukee. But... And then I got drafted to the D-League, but it just wasn't for me. Like, I didn't have the patience because, like, it's, it's too political. Like, when you're flat out better than somebody in every aspect of the game and you still don't get chosen after, like, the sixth time, it's like, all right, enough is enough, man. Like, I'm taking my talent. I'm staying overseas. Not to mention I had got a passport for the country of Jordan, so I started playing for the country. and We started qualifying for the Olympics and the world championships. So it was like, this is better than the NBA instead of the money. Like, you know, like – this is great. I'm playing against these dudes anyway, just in the summer. But you know, it's all right. That's that's awesome. So what? So what made you decide? I saw that you. I read that you went to the Tijuana uh, Dragons. How did you decide on them? Like, was it just were they the first team that offered you, or you just ended up signing with them? My very first team I played for was right after the NCAA tournament. I went right overseas right after the tournament. I went to Bosnia in Europe. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and then that summer I came back. Uh, I thought I was going to go to the Pistons that summer because I came back and did my pre-draft workout. Because then I ended up going to Tijuana. Like, one of my guys I knew, he was like, yo, we got a league out here. You know, we'll pay you $300, $400 every Friday. Come play out here. And, you know, I'm young. I mean, I'm 20, I'm 22. So I'm like, yeah, I'm coming. I, you know, I'll get my feet wet. I'm coming. So I ended up going there for a little bit. And then from there, I went to Argentina, I believe, I want to say. And then uh, and that's when uh, the, the, the country of Jordan and everything overseas started really happening for me. Wow. So, and you, 
what was it like? What's what's the fan base like out on like in like oh in Jordan and what how what's the crowds like? Is it like a lot of fun? Are they like excited? Are there's like basketball religion out there? Well, no, it's crazy. It's crazy fun. Like the, the fans are wow. You know, a lot of rivals and like it's crazy. It's really crazy. That's awesome. And so you you've won. I think I've read some of the, you're an MVP, you're a champion. Like how, like, what's like, what's it like to be like, you must be, you must've been like one of the most dominant players to play in that, in the Jordan league. What's it, what's it like? Like, what's that feeling like? Not even in Jordan league, just the region, like the Asian continent. Cause <laughs> I got, I got, I got guarded a year out here a few times, but I mean, when, when you play for the country and the, and the country just embrace you, like you wanted their homes and I've been playing for them for 11 years. So it's like, it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing how they just embrace me and just every time I step on the court, it's, they always, I feel like they always got my back. All 4,000, 5,000 or 10,000, they all got my back. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. That must be an amazing feeling to have. Yeah. And then, so you played, so what was it like playing in those FIBA games? Like what's, uh. What were your favorite, like, what was your favorite experience in FIBA? Uh, my favorite experience was just two of them. Well, we played in 2009 in China to qualify for the world championships. We did that. We came in because they were taking three teams from Asia. We came in, we came in third that year. And the following year, we came in second for the Olympics. But we went to the world championships with, you know, Durant and all of them. And yeah. that was, like, the best experience. That That was, like... It that was like the experience. So you did you play against all those guys? No, we didn't. They didn't. We didn't cross in their bracket. But we played like Team Team USA a few times in like something called the William Jones Tournament in Taiwan. It's not with the superstars, but it's with the younger like the players now. That's like playing now, like uh, Darion Fox and uh, Donovan Mitchell and them. Like, it's like those guys. So we had like the younger USA team first. Wow! Wow! That must have been a, a great experience. But yeah, I, yeah, I held my own though. Like my bracket was Argentina, we had Germany, we had Australia, we had um, Angola, and Serbia. Damn, those guys, are, those are no jokes either for teams to play against. Yeah, they, they yeah, Serbia whooped us bad. We lost to Australia by a point. I missed a, lay, a game-winning layup. Oh no. We should have beat them. Patty Mills and David Anderson. Uh, Angola. They, be the, we lost to Argentina by, by eight. So that's that's tough. That's it was tough. Like so, you played against these this tough competition, and those those guys give you any recognition? Um, like any of those like Australia like teams started looking at you or anything? When I got the passport, we was ranked 69th in the world, and when I qualified us to the World Championships, we was ranked 29th. So to, to, to sort of move down 40 slots amongst the world's greatest teams, we was 29th in the world, best team in the world in basketball. Jordania, Damn. third world country. Holy crap. That's great. That's crazy. So how many, how many points did you average for Jordan while you played for them in the FIBAs? Uh, it varies. Some was in the 20s. Some was in the teens. It varies. Like the world championship only averaged around 15.5. But, you know, but the, the qualifiers and stuff, I was in the 20s. Damn. So you play. So, wow. So you're like, so what I'm getting out of this conversation with us, just the few questions that we, we, I've asked you and 
is you're one hell of a basketball player, and I felt like you had an up. Like it feels like you would have had a, definitely made one hell of an NBA career for yourself. Yeah, I would have if I if I had the patience to keep sticking around every summer. I, I probably would have, but yeah, I think I made more connections internationally. Like so like when I retire, I got I got places I can go coach, train kids. So I, like I made a lot of connections over here with a lot. I got a lot of friends in this part of the world. A lot of friends. That's all. That's great. And you played for like, um, I see that you played for 13 different countries. Yep. Damn. So what, who's been your favorite team you played for? Uh, I would say, I want to say team. I would say the leagues, like the, the best leagues I played in was the Lebanese league and the Istanbul and Turkey, Turkey, Turkish league. Was that, uh, uh, is their competition very high over there? Istanbul? Yeah. Yeah, it's very high. That's crazy. So that's that's why that's mm, that's 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 crazy. So you played for Istanbul Turkey. Now where where is your league now that you play for the the current team that you're on? It's in the Middle East. Middle East. And how like what's your season outlook with this team? Uh, it's, it's, man, it's too far to even look. There's a long way to go. Yeah. How many? So, how many? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, it's a long way to go. We early. How many games do you guys play in the season? Like, is it what's the difference between European, like uh, you know, uh, overseas ball and American basketball? America, I mean, it's because we only play probably two games a week. You know, NBA play you know five to six games a week. So, so we play about we play about fifty games. Whoa. That's not, we get that's, our breaks too. You know, we get off. We get off five, six days for Christmas and New Year. Then we get off before the playoffs start a week or two. So we 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 get a little. We got a little time off. That sounds like a, a more of a compared to the NBA. It sounds like more of like a, a life a life balance, like a work life balance. Two man, maximum four hours a day. That's not bad at all. <laughs> two hours in the morning for shooting and weightlifting. Practice two hours at night. Wow, that's that's really not. You better. have your life. Yeah, that's that's really nice. So you do have like you have a full, you have you have your life. You have nothing to really to worry about. Nah, not really. Not really. Yeah, that's that's really that's really really nice. Wow, that's uh that's that's super enjoyable. Uh, so you played for Samaji Basketball Club. Uh, where did you play before this? Uh, in Europe. I in Europe. Europe. Yeah. And what teams did you play for in Europe? Uh, in, in Armenia, a team called Arabuni Cedars, and I was in Georgia playing for Zaza Pachulia's team. It's called Zaza Pachulia's Academy. And then before I got there, I was in Venezuela. Wow. So you – all right. So you've been all – oh, my God. So what's it like to, like, travel all over? I mean, it's – I mean, it's fun. I mean, he, Especially, especially somebody like me, like to get out and get after it and see what the city like. Uh, man, it's fun. I, I haven't had any letdowns, and I've been to the worst. I've been to the best countries to the worst countries. And you get, I'm sure you get recognized. Do you get recognized a lot when you go out? I mean, after after playing in the, in the region for so long, everybody in the region know you. So like, it's, it's like if they if they never saw me in per on, in person, when they finally get to see me, they tell me like, oh, I'm a big fan. I love you when you play for Jordan, et cetera, et cetera. You're in our league now. Can't wait to see you play. Like, like even now, like people messaging me on Facebook, I mean, uh, Instagram and Twitter, like, 
hey, are you playing today? Are you playing today? I can't wait to come see you play. So that's amazing. That's got to be that's a great feeling to have. That has to be real. It's real. So you're like, I'm going to make a hot take here just from this. Uh, so are you, would you like say you're like you're the Jordan out there, the Michael Jordan out there? Uh, I wouldn't say Mike, but I'd definitely say Kobe. All right. That's a good comparison. <laughs> that I'd must, definitely say Kobe. That's an awesome, that's a really good comparison. How many, so how many, champ, how many championships have you won? Six. Six? Yeah. <laughs> and how many MVPs have you won? Uh, five. Damn. Um, are you playing in FIBA? Are you get get to play in FIBA this year? No, I'm not gonna play this year. No, are you no. retired from it? More likely, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe next year if 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 Jordan, country of Jordan want to be generous and say, hey man, you know you want to go out with a bang on your last FIBA cup, we'll see. And do you have like do you have any plans to uh of like retiring? I know or like do you have any plans after you retire? Yeah, I got I got a, I got a whole situation set up in China. Whole coaching training situation uh in China. So I have I have something already like they want me to do it right now, but I said I'm not ready to retire yet. Oh wow. So they already made a lot of, like 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 today I had 24 12 and 6. Like I I, got, I still got a lot left in the tank. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, I actually saw you post that stat today on uh, LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think you said year 15. And I only still. took, yeah, and I only took eight shots today. So imagine if I took 15 to 20 shots. I only took eight. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty, that's very efficient. Yeah. So what is the style of play out there? Is it more, or is it more ball dominant? Is it more swing in the past? Because I spoke to someone that's played overseas and they said it's like, Guys who don't average, guys don't really average that much points per game. It depends on where you plan at. Depends on where you plan at. Like first of all, like most teams I go to, most coaches that 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 bring me in, they see my resume. They know like, all right, this is what this guy do. He just flat out scores, and he's a winner. So when I bring you, whatever team, whatever team I go to, my style of play fits that coach's. Like, all right, listen, this guy, he's a scorer. You can also see he's very unselfish, and he's a winner. Which more important, and he's been playing 15 years straight, which means he's not a head case. He's a basketball player. He's a true professional. So, therefore, this is what this is what this guy does, and this is what we need. So, like, nine times out of ten, when I go to a team, is they don't even say – they just say, hey, man, just do what you do, man. Just do what you do. That's that's a great – that's, that's got to be a great feeling to have that behind a coach to just let you do what you got to do. Yeah, but I got to thank – I got to thank my college coach, Coach McLeese, Mike McLeese. And both of my assistant coaches, they passed away, Butch, Butch and Holly Johnson. And then also a guy who raised me, who was like my father, Eric Monday. They, they, they the reason why I am who I am today, especially Eric Monday. He wouldn't let me hang outside on the corners. He wouldn't let me do anything but play basketball. And he rode me so hard. He called me every name in the book. He made sure I was the lowest. I felt like a piece of gum on the bottom of a shoe. But I'm grateful that he did it. That's my guy. I love him to death. And my college coach, once he told me he think I can make money playing basketball, I never looked back. That's that. Those are amazing. So those those are two amazing, like amazing people to have in your life that make you push that, and then make you realize that basketball is a sport for you, and help you push, help you stick with it. And especially when you know money, especially when they said you can make money in it, that's definitely more of a motivator. But you know, having uh, 
Eric Monday push you? Uh, like, what was it like just having him have you play basketball and stick, make you stick with the ball? Did he teach you any skills or anything? Or yeah, he taught me everything I know. Everything. Yeah, I was like, like I said, when I was in high school, I was just a athletic guy. I could just dunk. I could just, I could just dunk. That was it. But when I got to college, then they, you know, they, they, you know, worked on my tools, polished my fundamentals, and I became, you know good and I started watching TV and trying to mimic my favorite players and then you know one thing led to another and over summer I just blossomed that's that's an amazing story so you so where from where you started out you started out at DC a division two school had opportunities to go wherever and then even sometimes even make M, even make the NBA but you know playing overseas and becoming the person that you are today it tells you what kind of person you are you're a hard worker you work hard and like, you know, just hearing that story, it makes me realize that you're a hard worker and you play hard and you like to win and you make, it seems, it seems like whatever, especially taking Jordan from 69th in the, in the world to 29th is it's, that's huge. Yeah. So, I mean, I tell people, I told people all the time, man, I said, numbers don't lie. Y'all just look it up. You can look it up. It's easy. So how much effect do you have on the teams that you come on to? Like, are they like teams that are low in the league or do they, do you automatically just like flip them into being like a great, like, do you flip them to be a good team or? I'm either, I'm either on the top three best teams or, or the fourth and fifth team, the middle team. I'm never on the lowest team. Never on the lowest team. So do you, do you the lowest team don't usually pay, the, the lowest team don't usually pay if they know they don't, they don't have a good team. So the um, salaries don't really be that good. Do they have salary caps up there, or is it just like what is the pay like, or is it just like a club? Just the salaries. The salaries don't be that good. I mean, you got some players making, um, like I was in Iran. You got some players making eighty thousand dollars a month. Some players making ten. Holy crap! That's a huge difference. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So, did you like? What's the atmosphere like when you come onto a team? Do you you make? Does like the guys know who you are and you're like, oh, crap, we're ready to go. Yeah, I mean, it's like if they hear that I'm coming to their team, they're like, oh man, we got Rashim on our team. We definitely can win the championship now. Like, so guys be excited to play with me. That's that's great. So you bring a whole different atmosphere to the team. You bring that Kobe, the Mamba mentality to the team. Got to. Got. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I had a. I gotta catch some of your games. How do you how do how would I watch them? How would I catch a game of yours? YouTube. They live on YouTube. Are they really? Yeah. And what time do they start? Would you say here? Uh, probably around. What's the, we play today at six, so it's at around noon. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check it out. I I'll have to watch. I'll have to start watching your games because I'm a, I'm a big fan now. That I like. First of all, a you coming on and saying that you come on to my podcast means a lot to me. And b now I'm pro- I'm one of your biggest fans. If I could fly out there, I would definitely come out and see you. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I'm root. I'm rooting for you. You know. Um, I love your story. I love hearing what you have. Like come. I love the underdog story. The Division Two player. Goes over, goes overseas and just kicks ass and takes names. Okay. Took the women and children to bed while looking for dinner. That's how you got to look at it. That's right. That's that's a good way to look at it. Now it's one one thirty in the morning over here, One thirty-seven. 
Damn. All right. So I'm keeping you up. I'm, well, and now I really appreciate it because you're up late and talking to me. <laughs> Sorry. What's, what time do you practice tomorrow? Uh, we off tomorrow. It's recovery day. Oh, that's nice. That's that's perfect. All right. So I don't. All right. So that makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> but when it when's your next game? When can I catch that one? So uh, what's today? The fifteenth. Play on the twenty seventh. The 27? All right. I'll mark note of that. Um, I I'll make sure that, I send you the link. Yeah, send me the link. Yeah, I would, I would love to catch it. I uh, love to catch it. I would love to have you back on, too, if you're interested. Sure, no problem. Anytime. Yeah, yeah, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, uh, we'll, we'll end it here. I, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, I love, like I said, I love your story. You're a great guy. You got a lot. Got a lot of basketball under your belt, and it sounds like you still got a lot to play for someone just put up 24 points with, and eight shots. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, Rasheem. Well, you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much, and uh, good luck with the season, and I'll be looking forward to that link because I'll be watching at work. So. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jer. All right. Have a good one. All right, and that was my interview with Rasheem Wright. Awesome interview with Rasheem. Rasheem, if you're listening, I really appreciate you, man. I can't wait to have you back on. Um, you know, I'm going to follow some more of your games when I get a chance to. Uh, but let's t- get into USA basketball talk. USA beat Japan today. That was a big win for them. They ended up beating Japan almost almost by nine, uh, almost by 45. So that was really good. They won 98 to 45. Um, they... Or, you know, their star players did come out. Jalen Brown had a great game at 20 points. Uh, Kimball Walker had 15. Harrison had 14. Joe Harris, 10. Donovan Mitchell, 10. Uh, it looks like just an overall good game by uh, by the team, by Team USA themselves. So it's good to see them bounce back after a close win against Turkey. Uh, next, so Saturday's game is going to be an awesome game because they do end up playing Greece and they end up playing the Greek Freak in, uh, in the second group stage, which is going to be awesome. Uh, that's a Saturday at 8.30, so I'm so lucky that we're going to be able to, I'm going to be able to catch that game. Very pumped up for that. Uh, that should be a lot of fun to watch and see how well USA handles the Greek Freak himself and that Greece team. Um, but hopefully Team USA pulls out the victory and see where they go from there. And, you know, it, sh- it should be good. Like I always said, it's exciting when your football's back and now we have basketball back. It's it's great. This is great uh, to have it all back at once. And, you know, once this is over, we're jumping right back into the NBA season. And then once the NBA season gets started, then we're, we're going to be right into the NCAA basketball season, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, hopefully you already pulls out some wins. But that is it for today's episode on Tuesday like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode I will have Juwan Morrow's uh, interview a great interview with Juwan him and I uh, talk about podcasting uh, his professional career and his career at Moorhead State awesome interview with Juwan I really appreciate him coming on as well uh, you know what? I just really appreciate all the guys I've had on so far I have been really enjoying this journey on this podcast and just making connections in the basketball world and having conversations and joining these conversations with guys. Everyone's got a story, man, and, you know, they're beautiful stories. They're wonderful stories. Uh, I thoroughly do enjoy each one of them. Um, it's funny how each guy has a different way to get to where they got to, where they've been and um, how they get there, you know. And this one, Rasheem, started out at a Division two school in, in D.C. and, like, was 
they had a dominant team and he ended up just playing right away overseas you know and um i have have a a few more other guys coming on and how they get overseas and like their life and how their journey has changed them and how the connections that they make and the guys that they learn you know so to all the guys that are listening out there uh i can't thank you enough for a coming on um i appreciate all you all you guys you know this this basketball world and making those basketball connections to you guys uh it's awesome it's a lot of fun i've been enjoying every minute i've ever every second um even now i'm glad i can still build relationships with them outside of outside of the podcast and still be able to talk to them and text them and you know have this humble brag but you know have those conversations with them and you know it's it's funny how life works out so i'm excited for more things to come i have a a great slate of more interviews coming up with more guys uh you know we're which is great. They've all been awesome. Um, some big names, some guys that are working to get out there, and you know, a lot, a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I will see you on Tuesday. Have a great, safe weekend. Enjoy your football, college, and NFL. It's going to be a great season this year, guys. Go Niners.